views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Father way out. I just did it. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's another, we don't even know what day it is because we're still in the middle of this COVID bullshit. But Are there it's a, such things as days? I don't know. They all blend together, <laughs> yeah. man. It's all but the that's, same. Hey, but it's that's the way it is. It's Saturday. So whatever combined oh, ways geez. you want to do it. They're already, they're already going off the rails with this shit. <laughs> this is not GUI flagship. This is the Geek Father. Yeah. That's right, guys. I'm Scotty Big Daddy Preston, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent, being weird and getting even weirder these days, to say the least. And uh, to introduce my more consistent co-hosts these days, which we're expanding on oh, the show. Oh, that's how it is, huh? It is, because all right. you've been booted. All right, I'll see how it is. To my right here tonight, I've got my homie, Kyle Smash. What's going on? That was a nice backhanded comment. That was nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think I saw your cheek move a little. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's only fair for all the shit that he's been talking on previous episodes, so. About so lovely to the left of Kyle Smash, we have F.U. Hunter. I'm not responding. You said I'm not scared your co-host, so I'm, I'm not saying shit. All right, hey, what's up, people? You're, you're, all right. You helped me in the beginning, yeah. sir. You helped me in the beginning, and I appreciate that. And guys, we have... <laughs> We're just carrying on. We're just whatever. Alcohol's uh, involved. That's all. Uh, there is well, to. it's a G- it's a GUI network show, so yes, oh, so alcohol you, you, will be involved. We can have it as a GUI network, just not as the flagship. So. Right. Exactly. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. These are just geeky parents under the influence. Yeah. That, hey, it's it's for the parents, not the kiddies. Remember the intro. That's right. Remember the intro. <laughs> and guys, we actually have. <laughs> Remember your training. Yeah. Exactly. We have a first time on two levels. This evening, uh, not only is Geek Father, we have a full four-person panel. The most we've done is three. But we have our first non-human parent, but definitely has some <laughs> animal babies. and. He made it sound like he's a robot. Well, like, he could be. We still don't know. With all that knowledge that he keeps about all those movies and shit, I'm, and I'm even going to introduce him with his old name, uh, we have officially on the Geek Father, Anthony Socks and Sandals Groots. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> See? Going old school. Welcome, sir. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, the uh, the hard drive has not been defragged in a while, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we'll see how my memory goes. a lot of bits and pieces goes. of information. Though. Yeah. And there's been a lot of B, C, D, Z rate movies that have come out that you've got to reload, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's rough. <laughs> Just remember, finite space, man. You lose one. You gain one, you lose one. Whatever fact that might be. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That yeah. is true. But, yes, uh, the, the fact is I have not actually procreated in a human fashion. So <laughs> That you're aware there of. There you go. But you are oh, still... <laughs> A son, you have your parents. Son of a bitch, Indeed. maybe. Oh. oh no, I love you. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, I love my mother too, man, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's a rough right? one, man. I know. <laughs> we're, we're about to have Geek Father Brawl going on over here. God damn, Smash. Right all cocky no, no, in that co-host I, love, I love <laughs> I love Groots. I want to kick you in the balls. No. Whoa. I've actually Whoa. been a very happy uh uncle. For many years, uh, between two, two of my brothers, of or actually now three of my brothers, very happy uncle. Uh, there you go. 
and I'm the guy who gets to go home after I hang out with the kids. Although, also and not true. deal with them afterwards. What you see right now is jealousy, as you yeah. just said exactly. that. Like, yeah, I get to leave. <laughs> all, all, and all of us fawning over, oh, yeah. you get to leave. I get to walk <laughs> out while they're fighting the, you know, the parents about going to bed, and <laughs> we're the parents that fight Changing them. Changing shit yeah. diaper yeah. and whatever it may yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just so. brought Groots on just to like dangle that yeah. shit in front of us, pretty much, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That I don't fantasy. Know how, that it ended up lives. working against us. <laughs> yeah, that's really that nice. They just walk out of the house and go home, and it's quiet. <laughs> it's great. The fantasy only lives in our head now. Exactly. Truth. Well, in talking about walking away from your kids, we are going to be talking about Mr. Johnny Lawrence tonight because we figured we'd do Cobra Kai Part 2, the parenting edition here uh if you guys uh when was that uh kyle you were on that one with me hobbit and lowdown mm-hmm. that was about a month or so that we recorded a little less less think, yeah. D- again it's, time is it's all COVID blast. time look, it's covid look, yeah it, the, anyways in the, in the time of warmer it That's was the way it, it, was. it was released a couple weeks ago i it, know yeah. that much it's all relative right and what we had talked about on the side and on the breaks and everything for uh that episode was there's a heavy fatherhood specific parenting heavy heavy dynamic in this series that was barely touched on in the movies um, besides uh, the obvious Dan- Daniel LaRusso with uh, Mr. Miyagi, you know, having him as the father figure to take over because obviously right. his father was out of the picture. But now we go into Johnny Lawrence, his son. Daniel LaRusso has kids, but is he being a proper... There's there's a whole crazy dynamic and back and forth that we talked about that would be a great subject matter for Geek Father. I mean, one of the things they kind of introduced that they never touched on in the movies is why was Johnny Lawrence such a fucking asshole? And you kind of find out, maybe his dad was kind of built that in him. Right. But before we get into that, we still have our first segment that we do on Geek Father here now. I want to make sure, you know, because, it is, again, as you can tell, this is this is heated, you know, as we... Fucking Johnny, man. Because right. you, you love him and then you hate him. <laughs> fucking Johnny. At this point, you love and you hate both Johnny and uh, Absolutely. Daniel, Daniel yeah. LaRusso is a they, dick. At any time, it can change, and that's really the kind of the genius of the show. Right. But for our first segment that we've been doing on the past couple episodes here as well now is that I think we're sticking with just geeky parenting stories at this point is a, a title of the segment. It's and, a, yeah, it's a thing, that, it's a thing that we're going to do. Have, you'll eventually have a drop. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about some <laughs> we'll, cool we'll, shit that parents did. Yeah. Geeky parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just big. We'll use the roid rage. Oh, it's more like your geeky parent experience. Yeah. Right. I mean, and it doesn't have to be, you know, I think I think we've, we've kind of swum around the, uh, uh, you know, epic dad moments. But it could be epic parent. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Because we're all, even though this is the Geek Father, um, as you know from previous episodes, and we've talked about the great people that we know, uh, yes. parenting is done by so many people, not just by your stereotypical father. Yeah. So For uh, me, my mother was my father. So, exactly. you know what I mean? It, yep. She had to play both parts. Yep. So, to start the segment of geeky parenting stories, we're going to bring in the non-parent, because he he actually had to probably do more research than anybody, because he's like, <laughs> you wanted me to do what? What the fuck? Anyways, Groots, you got a great story for us tonight, man? I do. I found one. Excellent. Um, so, in Rochester, New York, uh, there was a young woman that asked her dad to build a little home, uh, like a little home next to the mailbox outside of their house uh, to put books and comic books in. And it was going to be a free library for anyone around town that wanted to take something or put something in. Nice. And it was a way to basically um, encourage reading in the middle of the like the COVID pandemic. Like some of the free book exchanges that have been done. Exactly. Things like that. It was a neighborhood thing 
and uh, they would dress up in freaking superhero costumes and shit, and like That's be awesome. out there and like encourage people to come by, check something out, put something in, and actually nice. the community really responded because they like people would bring by boxes of books because it was it was good for books, comics, right. whatever, and people would just bring stuff over, and uh, you know it really blew up, and it was a local news story. Good in, deal in Rochester, New York. So like I mean, good way to support the community especially yeah. in this especially time. when the child takes it to the parent and the parent falls through on like a positive yeah. message on that Absolutely. type of thing yeah yeah Fucking killer, man. So yeah, that was that was that was a great story. That was it was pretty recent. Uh, just a few days ago, it was uh, it was posted um, in the, like the local Rochester like nice. n- news. Yeah, and and none of these stories have to be recent. I mean, we 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 should. <laughs> yeah, Hunter's <laughs> wiping the sweat away on that one. Oh, thank God. Yeah, well, I mean, you, again, one thing we've always preached here on Geek Father is that you know your roots. So yeah. I mean, these older stories can definitely, with the test of time, can definitely be yeah. relevant now. But speaking of that, Hunter, what do you got for us tonight? So, well, I, I don't have my notes on me, so I don't know the origin of it. But oh, the old um, man in memory is trying to kick in. Yeah, now. but um, the video came posted on like YouTube about like five years ago. But right. this dad, huge fucking Transformers fan, right, and got his son into it. So his son was like, you know, goddamn, I wish I could, I could be a. Transformer. His son said, "Goddamn." Yeah, pretty much. Was that a quote in the article? That's right. That's what I <laughs> said. Goddamn, dad. But uh, pretty much, you know. So dad was like, "All right, you're really into it." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "But." Like, I want an authentic Transformer. So dad literally built him and his friends. So it wasn't just his son, but his son and his friends, like Transformer outfits that actually transformed. So his fun had, son had a Bumblebee costume made out of, you know, box and painted and shit like that. Nice. But literally when his son would lay down, it turned into like the Volkswagen. Like, oh, yeah. Not completely Damn. authentic. But, well, and yeah, then, I yeah. mean, that's... And then wait, one of his son's friends, he, like, he didn't even have to. He was like, here, your bone will be great. But he actually took the time and effort and built his son's friend, Optimus Prime. And, like, took so much goddamn time. But both kids, like, and, and that's where I was, you know, I people have seen on YouTube, both kids lay down and one turns to track trailer, one turns to wall wagon, that's the hard and they part stand for that. up. Yeah. That's uh, the hard part for that, for not, them not to have to do a whole lot of movement to actually turn into the vehicle. But he took the time to get yeah. the measurements, so like, you know, and it's not like one time the kid comes up and then everything falls apart, like, over and uh, over holds again. On, so yeah. Holds on, yeah. Holds on. That shit was authentic. Dope. Yeah. Very nice, very And nice. like, that's, what I think is awesome about that is, you know, dad was passionate shit about the Transformers. His son got into it. And he's like, you know what? I appreciate that. So guess what? I'm gonna build you that shit. That was <laughs> fucking awesome. That's Nothing a, wrong that's, with that, man. That's definitely an epic dad moment. Yeah, yes. very much so. And then, you know, he so. had a tear in his eye the first time his son was like, "Oh, oh yeah, transforming." Oh my yeah. god. Oh just... well, if he if if they could have gotten a soundbite of the wah wah, wah yeah, wah, I know. like his son trying to make the noise when he does it. Oh, I'd make him do. It. I'd be like, uh, dude, you gotta do it. All right. Yeah, you I, gotta I make the time to make the shit. You gotta go. Don't be Michael Bay. Make the noise. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to have, you know, a bunch of inappropriate uh, cultural appropriation. Or right. Please. Around. Yeah. That jazz, man. That jazz. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not go on a tangent yeah, with that, that, that no, shit. That, that'll go that, downhill real quick. I was talking about good Transformers, yeah, not that go. crap shit. Smash, what do you got for us hell, tonight, man? The with good intentions, if ever that was true. would need to talk well, shit about that, Michael that's Bay. That's Michael Bay, so... Yeah. Um, I had one out of... Uh, it was up north. They didn't specify the uh, the city. I'd ima- I think it's Connecticut. But a, a father, it's a, you know, a dad's a software engineer. <clears throat> so, and obviously, I'd imagine fairly smart, intelligent, has an aptitude for putting shit together like the uh, Transformers dad. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> and what he did was he, because he's, he, he built a robot, a basic robot, right? Just, you know, it's got a basic motor, it runs, but the CPU he programmed in it, uh, goes from home to home and delivers candy for Halloween or goes down the street and delivers candy for Halloween. So he built it. Fuck, yeah. And if you could see the picture and maybe if we get to a point where we start telling these stories and then kind of post a link so people can see what we're talking about. Right, right. Um, the picture's really cool because it almost looks like you know, Wally or Johnny Five originally, if you guys can see that. Nice. And it yeah. basically, and if you know... But that's on the dad that's the dad.com so that that's a good site to check out for just fun stuff yeah, like that dad.com is it's pretty good for those type of stories oh, so yeah. he did that and then he threw basically a ghost sheet on top of it uh from what i could tell and it, it just it just went down it just saved for them it was to save halloween you know for this year because who knows where next year is going to be so you got to give save it uh you know, save Halloween this year as much as you can. When I was a kid, uh, one of the toys we got in the early '80s. Don't mid, tell me the, the robot from Rocky. No, no, no. Okay, it, okay. It, it was it <laughs> was it was a robot toy called the Omnibot. I remember that. Yeah, thing. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and it had a little tray, and you could. Um, you could like make a little food, put it on the tray, and like with the remote control, you could send it in. And we would like send in food for my mom in bed. <laughs> That's you know, awesome. Like, you know, and like we would do stuff like that. And and it was, I mean, this is like 1985, maybe. You know, so right. like it was, it was way That's back. That's pretty awesome. I mean, like what that father built was pretty much like a Johnny Five, you know, from Short Circuit, which exactly. if you've ever Absolutely, if you yeah. ever saw that movie, especially when you were young, I don't know about uh, you oh, know, you girls thought ro- so much. You thought robotics were going to be the shit until oh, you my saw God. Terminator you wanted, later, you know. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, Johnny Five didn't really get cool until uh, yeah. Short think, Circuit 2. That's right. true. Well, that's that's true. true. When he, especially when he was gold-plated at the end. When he got fantastic. punk rock. Yes. When he oh, got yeah, punk yeah. rock as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother was a snowblower. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great family film. Yes, indeed, yes, absolutely. Both of them are. And uh, like like I was mentioning before, mine I did a little bit different. I because I was searching around for some cool stuff, but I, instead I came across actually a really great book, or I think that could be a great book. I haven't had a chance to read it. I am definitely purchasing this book just because of what it's based on. But the full title is called Geek Parenting: What Joffrey Jorel Maleficent and the McFlies teach us about raising a family. Right. And th- that had me right from the get. I was like, yeah. well, first off, killer wow. title. So that's, that has yeah. me hook, line, and sinker there. It's by um, a gentleman by the name of Stephen H. Seagal. Um, there was a co-writer on there, but I'm actually, Groot, you're, you're, you're our... Um, did you say Trout. Steven Seagal? <laughs> I Dude, believe you that, did. That would make the book yeah. even better. And once you've done reading this book... Oh yeah, and in five different places. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Stephen H. Segal and Valia Dujic Lupesco. Yeah. See, I knew if anybody could do it, that's really yeah. why I had groups. I on bet this you. Episode. I bet she's got a ponytail. You know, oh, yeah. Nice little yeah. solid black ponytail. But, Power Alley. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to be Steve Segal. All right. I think we know who it yeah. is. Well, he doesn't have the hair for it, so <laughs> don't tease him. Okay. But what really got me on this book was, you know, what it was talking about is talking about like. 
good. It, it talked about good and bad things. Like there was some um, parts of it I could pull up to read segments on it. You know, just as like a, a taste. The first taste is free before you got to buy the book type thing. And <clears throat> the perfect examples it talks about with parenting. And and again, it fits with not only this podcast but even stuff we talk about on GUI across the board. Was it, it makes comparisons for like Ant Man, Peter Parker, Benjamin, and Jake Cisco from Deep Space Nine. Yeah, uh, Cersei and Joffrey. You know, so again, where it's not just about the good parenting that can be done. It talks about you will make mistakes. You will, which is those again are some epic fucking mistakes in well, some of those comparisons. Yeah, you, you start comparing Game of Thrones to parenting, we're in trouble. Yeah. Yes, I mean. We- Honestly, one of the best com- kind of parenting comparisons, like movie-wise, and I just we just covered it on Mass Madness, is a movie called *Brightburn*. You know, where you have with Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like you literally yes. have where this kid's you know twist and stuff like that, and you get the one dad that doesn't trust him at all, and it's like this kid is goddamn evil, and right. the mom that over parents she's like he wouldn't hurt a fly the, the helicopter like, parents yeah exactly and, 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 and yeah you, like there was no middle ground like oh, the no. dad was like no. he's a piece of shit and like the mom was <laughs> like oh he wouldn't do anything and it's kind of aggravating watching that movie to, to really go into it the aunt and uncle were the middle ground but, exactly. you saw, but you know what happens to the uncle which I won't spoil that right. for anybody but it's just but... a great contrast between two different styles of parenting exactly, you know? exactly. That's, that's, that, that's a good comparison because it's evil Superman yeah yeah, oh, oh, Jesus, anyway. Oh, All right, Groot. Why are you, you rubbing got? yourself right now? This is <laughs> right, man. Yeah. It's just my nipple. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is a parenting podcast. Come on. You, you got to applaud. They're theirs, too. You got to oh. applaud the parenting skills in uh, The Mist, right? Oh. Well, yeah, he gave his kids yeah. the one bullet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's taking one of the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, Sorry. Tor- I'll torture Sorry. myself with the monsters as I put a bullet in but, your dome. But in you the know, same instance, like he was like, I will sacrifice. Look, I've seen what these things have done. And you know what? I don't want you going through the that. The concept is the parental sacrifice. Yeah. But of course, it's Stephen King. So it goes way off the rails even after that. And then the ending's ironic as shit. Yeah, right. exactly. But, but some of those examples is a good segue to Cobra Kai. Because when you get, when you get into the episode... Depending on how far the people listening to this are in, so spoiler alert, you're going to hear things if you haven't heard it previously. Uh, Absolutely, Co- yeah. Daniel LaRusso uh, ends for him. He originally in the '80s, he was the good guy, right? He was he was the underdog. Well, that's up for debate now, but that's a whole other. Uh, well, in the '80s, he in was. the '80s, right? Yes. When the movie right. came out, that's what that was his character. That's how he was perceived, yeah. right? Because that was the perspective in which they shot it. Um, and now you see him as a father, right? So in a father. In his um, in his rivalry uh, with Johnny uh, and and Cobra Kai allows them because of whether being overprotective because they fear of what that's going to do to the community or how it's going to affect his daughter as a parent he's always thinking through that perspective and that's where the mistakes come is he's willing to take these certain steps it just escalates from then on I mean it, at the end of the day it's pride it's a lot of other things but that can that's a, that that part of him affected his parenting and that's where they really show it well through there. Da- he has a great daughter, but a kid, kind of an asshole, a little boy. Not kind of an uh, asshole. That's, no, that, he's that's, a little asshole. But that's a whole other thing right there. But the way you're going right now, we can just do the whole, like, the, the more you know, and we're done. <laughs> you, you just kind of gave a, a rundown on everything, but... But you're, luck, you're right. But the the oh, great no. way this series way does it though is that it goes back and forth, which yeah. is the way parenting really is. Mm-hmm. When you like at first you you find out Johnny, you know my original sentiment of Johnny's the asshole. He you know he tells the whole story at one point of where he didn't even go into the hospital when his son was born, wasn't really there because you know you didn't know. Of of course the story is still expanding, but. 
when he tries to, you know, he tries to be a good parent for Miguel, and even when he, you see him trying to be a, a, a father to his actual child, Daniel's already stepped in, and even after Daniel kind of finds out, he's kind of like, well, I got your kid. You know, he's in my dojo, you know, so yeah. it's... It's a, that back and forth dynamic, I think, is what really helps in this series. Uh, the best part about this series to me is the fact that the trauma and uh, the sort of like adversarial, you know, notions that that people have with each other. But, you know, the trauma that uh, has happened in Johnny's life obviously bled over into yes. uh, what happened when he had a kid. He wasn't there. The woman he had a kid with wasn't there, really. Yeah. You know, she was she was all problematic. And it makes you, you question how long they even dated. Exactly. You know, stuff exactly. like that, you know, where it was, yeah, sketchy. And, and even with uh, Daniel, you know, he he ended up getting his life together, you know, and, and he made a life for himself. But now he's in this position where he doesn't recognize his roots anymore. Right. And he's, you know, he's, he's affluent and... He his kids don't want for anything and they don't relate to him and like he can't relate to them from where he came from so it's it's a very weird scenario uh yeah well especially with danny larusso when it came to mr miyagi like obviously as they told in the movies and the original movie, that was his father figure you're right and that's a hell of a father figure to have yeah, uh, you know yeah. um but it can go to show you that certain choices as you get older you can move away from that teaching or that nurture and for johnny he was trying to move away from, he i think he felt uh, so bad about or he felt the scars from growing up and without a father and then with that stepfather who was obviously kind of a dick to him all the time kind of yeah <laughs> um, you know that tore him yeah. down you know so he lived in fear most of his life that's what brought him to martial arts so when he got to the point where he actually had to be a father he in his mind was protecting his son from him from he was terrified subconsciously yes I no see he that. was he was scared he said he, he was scared to be a father he was scared because all the things that happened to him he's he's afraid it was going to end up being on his other kid. And his right. only, on his his own only father figure was Crease, really. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's what I was going to bring up, is that where Daniel had someone like Mr. Miyagi, who does Johnny have? Crease, who's like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to teach you all the ways to take motherfuckers out, dominate, right. and all the worst life lessons, which... As a result, it's we, when we see him as adults, Johnny's life's all kinds of fucked up. Exactly. And yeah, here's Daniel Russo with fucking billboards and, you know, like all well, over the fucking place. And they even touch on it for that one of the best episodes was, it's, I believe it was still season one, where Johnny gets together with the other Cobra Kai guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they're, they're all like, like once he, once they find out he reopened a, a Cobra Kai dojo. It's they're, like a they're, bad word, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, what the fuck are you thinking, man? Yeah. They're like, you know, we were sucked in it, but we were stupid teenagers. We're adults now. But they're looking at it but, from their point of view, where they're not understanding, like, that was Johnny's well, yeah, life. But, but, well, they, they did a great way of not having to go overboard explaining how they all had gone on with their lives, even though they all still stayed in contact to some extent. They all did, and one of the guys was a preacher. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, so I mean, what, what if you have thought 30, 40 years ago that a Cobra Kai would have became a preacher, you would have been like, <laughs> right. you're fucking just, stupid. He's just kicking you know? ass for God. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't there one missing from the group? 
that was supposedly in jail? Was there one guy missing from that whole crew? Yeah. He's supposedly in jail. I think that's how they explained it. Something, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 there was, there was. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, I was going to wrap up one more thing that I, th- I thought was very pivotal because we've, again, going back between Johnny and Daniel is where I went back when we were getting ready for the Cobra Kai episode on GY Flagship, I went back to watch also Karate Kid 3. Because I was like, I haven't seen that one for a while. It's not bad, but it's definitely not one of the top Karate Kid things. But that one is the perfect, really, segue into the way the series became of... The first two movies, Mr. Miyagi was always there. He was always the positive. Like, no, you you do it this way, daniel son, and you'll be good, and you'll be good. It was the first real conflict you saw between Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, which really is the true parenting of... Mr. Miyagi knew what he was doing from day one. Which is not a, a we none of us has anybody at this table. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, you know. We go day by day most of the time. But for Mr. Miyagi, he knew what he was doing, but Daniel didn't want to see it that way. He was that really reluctant teenager, which led him to the Cobra Kai, which gave him the setup for everything. And of course, it wrapped up real quick in the last 10, 20 minutes of the movie, you know, in a good way. But it showed that honest conflict of. No, you don't need to do that. You have nothing to prove. You did your thing. You just do what you need to to do to move on to the next level. And to fall under that peer pressure of joining Cobra Kai and doing all that, it was more of that internal... I really think that's what helped spark the series as more of like... Almost like more of a parenting type story than just about the dojos. No, I agree with that. And... I mean, at, at that point, I think uh, Daniel had graduated high school by that movie. He was supposed to be going to college and used his college money to open up the, the bonsai tree store right. or whatever it was. Yeah. So I can relate to this because I know at a point in time when I was a teenager, I was an asshole to both my parents. And I was rebellious. And we've all been I, there. I, I think we can all raise our hands. We've on, all been there. That. No, that was perfect. And as, as, Fuck you. You were, you were a perfect asshole. <laughs> yes, yeah. you were a perfect asshole. As much as I respect my father, who's like the hardest working man I've ever known, and my mother, who is like a goddamn saint, I was still an asshole. And I think like that was the particular... Uh, part of that series where you know he was lashing out like he wanted to do something different he wanted to do something else um he had been through the first two movies worth of adventures with mr miyagi but now he was like uh i don't know and it's it's only natural for that sort of thing to happen at some point yeah that was actually more of the coming of age part of the story for daniel and that was like reluctant to follow the the guide that he's had for so many years tried something different and was like oops i fell pick him back up and, and again you know it was still what late 80s movies still at that point i think or was it early 90s the I, same period I mean, yeah i mean uh, it's, 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 still, it's still within that period where the good guy still still comes back to win you know it's pre um, hillary swank that's all i know mm-hmm. so what yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't acknowledge that movie. Yet. <laughs> we don't acknowledge that movie. Man, Miyagi was in it. Okay, you gotta love Miyagi. Pat, well, you know, speaking of, we've talked about Miyagi. Uh, we'll yet again, like we did oh. on Cobra Kai, we raise our glasses to Pat Morita. Oh, Banzai! Banzai! Uh, oh man, the wave spiked on that one. Oh, that's my two. <laughs> um, you know, it's important to to talk about uh, like for Daniel or Johnny uh, the the way that they imprint onto their kid, which uh, and in a very Shakespearean atmosphere. Uh, especially, you know, early on in the series when you found out about Johnny's son 
and then Daniel's daughter, and how in once he found out though, I, I'll, I'll give it to Daniel Larusso. He didn't he didn't push him away. You know, he nurtured him. And the one thing that Johnny could never do because he didn't have it. You know, he imprinted that that um, that sort of vagabond spirit. I guess, or I wouldn't say spirit because it's not a positive thing. But running away from your problems, uh, and the one thing, and then Daniel learned to face his problems, regardless of how the movie set out. That's the one thing he learned: face your problems head on. Right. It's you know, and uh, it's amazing how he imprinted that on on Johnny's son. But if you look at the, the end of season two, eventually that carelessness, regardless on either side, because of their conflict, bled to their kids, which led to the biggest fight you've ever seen oh, <laughs> in a which, fucking high school. That, oh, that, that fight amazing. scene is the, the right. fucking But the consequences fight. from those actions, right? Because you're fighting your parents' battle was Johnny and Daniel's fault. Yes. They're oh, fighting absolutely. their they're fighting their parents' battle in a very epic way. Uh, you know, which is which is really the I mean the show should just be that's what we call it. It should be Shakespeare. I mean, there's no rose by any other name situation, but I, I will say real quick, I love how there's certain parts in both seasons where it seems like Johnny and Daniel like actually work shit out, right? Right. And then yes. almost immediately, yeah. something that the kids did brings out the conflict back the, out. Right, yeah. it. And it's like, they, as adults, are like, okay, we be adults. And they realize, like, you know what? We're not that different. And, yeah. you know, they shoot the shit. Well, and things seem great. And then kids bring out the, the hostility back. But yeah. the main part in that is in Johnny's apartment where they're like, they're they're talking. They're they're like, no, we could be, you know, they, they've had the bar scene, the dinner scene. Yeah. And then in the apartment where all of a sudden, like, his daughter, like, Daniel's daughter pops up. It, she's been here the whole fucking time. <laughs> yep. You know, but what I, I think a, a good way that we should probably touch on this and uh, I kind of want to start because I know there's a lot of back and forth like we that's been the constant with this series. Yeah. But I think I it would be good to let's take a segment and let's talk about Johnny. Let's just talk about Johnny's scenario here because one thing that again like hearing you know we, we, all sorts of points of view even though this is the one series the one thing that I I consider with Johnny is that what really got him going was yeah he's had a shit life for 30 years but that same mentality is what helped kickstart him back into Cobra Kai that got him to know Miguel well, to, you know because of he was being an asshole Miguel was trying to find something and then he realized that oh maybe I could have a father figure type potential even though that wasn't the immediate thought that was like more of a subconscious yeah but that's, you know, it was like his demise from the original movies is kind of what helped him actually get to a good point one day in life. It just wasn't immediate like he thought it would. Uh, uh, Johnny, i tell you, Johnny Lawrence is, it's like he definitely took actions, whether in the past or even in the show, that you're like, uh, you know, you should be better. Especially as, as a parent, you do have a kid, you should be better. But I will say that... For every positive step he took forward, and you should really call season two uh, misunderstanding, because that's yeah, what it's always about. Yeah. It's a misunderstood for every for every action he he thought was a positive action, which from the audience perspective was right. He's taken positive steps forward to be a better man or pseudo father or whatever the case is. Right. And then every time he did that, it came a bit him on the ass. So then, of course, that's going to make someone go, all right, well, then why should I try? Every time I try, this situation happens. Um, and for his backstory, it makes perfect sense of why he consistently pulls back in almost every episode. It's like, I'll oh, just, nah, fuck that. One thing I really love is the fact that, like, 
Miguel gave him purpose because you see in that first episode. Yeah, that, that was a that, little, that was a better way to put my he's point. He's just putting well, yeah. change out to buy a fucking piece slice of pizza. He sees this kid's getting bullied, and normally he was he is the bully, and here yeah. He, Defends this kid that's getting the well, shit beat Well, to be out fair, of. they did spill his beer. That is true, but I you mean, know. yeah. But it, that Miguel gives him purpose, and from that, he just kind of like lifts him up, and then he's like, maybe I should like instead of sitting around drinking beer all day, maybe you know, well, he help still kids drinks out. beer, but you know. but it's funny because he's helping out the kids that he was fucking picking on in high school, and he exactly. uses the, he learns, oh shit, the, these are the kids I need to help now, right. Right. The brilliant thing about this entire series is the fact that uh, Johnny Lawrence is the ultimate tragic redemption story. Okay. Because. Very true. He is an absolute, like, failure as a person. He is a wreck. You know, you see that in the first couple episodes. He's. Can't hold a job. He can't hold a job. He's an alcoholic. I love his bologna he's breakfast, drunk. by the way. Well, that's what I'm saying. He has changed for a fucking pizza slice from. Like, and that, exactly. Not a story. At all. No, yeah. no. But he's trying to find his purpose. And, and sure. in the first couple episodes, uh, he has that couple interactions with, like, the school counselor or principal, whatever, that's like, hey, you, your your son is in trouble, is fucking up. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, call the mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's... You know, because, like, he hasn't been in the picture for a long time. And he's, you know, he, he realizes where he's at. and 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 the fact that he has the opportunity you know you know two-thirds or one-third th- uh, through the first season where he gets the opportunity to like start a new thing and yeah. miguel the interaction with miguel yep. where he like yeah it wasn't so much that like miguel got bullied and got like pepto-bismol poured in his head it was the fact that like they spilled his beer and they like fucked up you know like sat, they, ironic they, timing like they hit yeah, his right. car or something mm. and they fucked up a bunch of kids and it was just like kismet. And he was just like, oh, this is my chance. Yeah. Maybe I can do something good. Exactly. You're also talking about a guy, he doesn't know. He's never been, he's never learned. And anybody who's ever grown up without a father will tell you that you, you picked it from whatever pieces you could you found around you, whether in uh, movies or TV shows or uh, your your bro- brother's older friends, except for you know maybe fuck you Hunter because he tortured me. What I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, I will. With, but you know what Johnny Lawrence is like. I I agree. Is like his. It's a redemption story, but it's one in which you go. I mean, do you really need to be rede- redeemed until it gets to a point where obviously you see that everything that he built was just a perpetual cir- uh, circle of shit that he learned. He thought he was doing it in a different way. He thought he was going to be better. I mean, that's that's parenting right there. Every time you think you've done something right, there's three or four other things that you're beating yourself up. If you're a good parent, if, you, if you're a decent parent with your salt. If you're worried about what you're doing you're, day to yes, day, you're a good person. You're beating yourself up on, God, did I make the right decision? Right. You know? And I think that's something that they... They show now really well with that character with Johnny is that his redemption is actually thinking for someone about someone else and how it affects him. Empathy. Well, he he molds Miguel, and you know, like it's his first student. He he gets all these kids in that are being bullied. Oh yeah, and he, he takes on that that parental role with Miguel. Yeah, and then it gets to the point where he's like, yeah, this kid's like a like a version of me. But then he also realizes, oh shit. 
this kid's like a version of me right. and yeah. start saying, hey, you know what? In both maybe, ways. Maybe we show exactly. a little mercy. And I'm sorry, that that's a side note of where the, and, and this is a general consensus for the whole series, where the fuck are most of these parents? Yes, yeah, Where shit like this has been going on that builds up to a huge fight at the end of season two. I just had to throw that in there of just be like, Wait, what? <laughs> Parents, where are the, where are the school officials? Like there was a, I a swear security to God, guard in there. I saw <laughs> not, not You didn't see a fucking teacher. I think you saw like a cafeteria or two worker. Like, if, if you're a teacher, all right, you're in your fucking forties or fifties, you roll out of the classroom and there are motherfuckers <laughs> like roundhouse kids. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? Back in the classroom, lock the door, call and say, Hey, we should probably do something about all the kids kung fu fighting each other. All no, right, no, I'm not right. fucking getting involved with that they shit. They did put the one scene in where yeah. the teacher was like hey stop this and he got flipped on his back yep. yeah. and the other and teacher you know in the all background the was like I don't get that. paid enough for this. All the other teachers yeah. in the other rooms that are looking through the door saw that shit and said yeah that's why I'm staying the fuck in the classroom. You kids have at it alright? <laughs> right. Exactly. But <laughs> and we get that, that whole final that whole final fight scene at the end of season two it's so amazingly bonkers. oh dude we could have a oh whole episode God. just talking about that fight scene well, the, and it's the Fast and Furious moment of the series I'll just yes. throw that out dude, there alright and, and I will take it I will soak it in every time I watch it, it as well it's, it is I mean it's in its scope yeah but I would give it like in precision in terms of the, like the how well the choreography was like John Wickish oh, minus the oh, gun oh no no I, I understand rides. that but I'm just saying where you don't have just two characters fighting you have a battle royale of all the main characters going after the other main characters. and Like, like the two little nerdy kids are fighting. Exactly. You broke my glasses. But I'm just saying, ah! it's not just the main characters. <laughs> it's a battle royale of the entire school, all right? And it goes on for, I don't know, what? Like fucking 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 There's no police called or anything like that. No, That's why no. I'm saying it's very fast furious because you're like, you know what? Yes, normally authorities would be called or somebody step in, but just yeah. go with it, all right? Right. Enjoy the battle royale and see what happens. Well, see, and and that's uh, probably a good time to l- let's wrap up about Johnny here, where and it was at the end of season one too, where even though Cobra Kai won the tournament, he saw the way Cobra Kai won the tournament, and then by the end of season two, which spoilers, where he's in the hospital, Miguel's all laid up and shit, and his mother's like fuck right off you know what did you do to my son you know I don't care if he was fighting you were the influence you were supposed to be the one guiding him on this the proper path in life doing this shit and I just it's I just have to get props real quick man because you know I watched a lot of 80s movies and what's the actor's name uh William William he's not just a bad guy in Karate Kid he's the bad guy and back to school. He's the bad guy right. and um, not one of the guys. Literally, this dude was tagged I as the totally bad guy. I forgot about the he's sister, the bad guy. The sister yeah. who played the... Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. the bad guy in all yeah. these 80s movies. And then he just disappeared. And when he came well, back to this... Well, I think that was part of the reason why he what, got... What was great is that he... Hold, man. Right. But he comes back in the show, and I have to say, the best acting performance in this entire series is him. 100%. And if there's yes. any question, the last 10 minutes of the second season is... Phenomenal, absolutely. Uh, yeah, good emotion. Yeah, yeah I'm everything. just saying. Yeah, not. I mean, like, I was already impressed, but man, you get to the last part and like, I'm like, wow, this dude he, is knocked it out of the fucking park. Exactly. No, good call. Yeah, good call. He, yeah. he could. I think yeah. he because of how 
great a job he did through the entire series is why the show is so popular. The storylines yeah. are great, but it's his performance, I think, that's essential. And so, good point, but that we really need to circle back on Daniel-san. 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 Because this was... <laughs> We're all fucking nerds. We, oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are. But for me, the biggest shock on this was, you know, because at first with the series, you don't know what to expect is the yeah. main thing. But then when you start realizing that, all right, so Daniel-san is technically supposed to be the good guy. He's a dick and a dick to his kids half the time as well. Uh, I wouldn't. That's I wouldn't uh, say. He's well, a not dick purposely, to his... not purposely, but his parenting skills are lacking. Well, what's interesting is that Johnny starting Cobra Kai gives him direction and gives him purpose, something like that. Focus. Yeah, Danielson. As soon as he's like, we need to, you know, do the Miyagi uh, dojo stuff like that actually takes away from his family, takes away from his family. Right. So it's like two different directions. For Johnny, it's very positive. For Daniel, it's it's the opposite. It's his wife literally is like, hey, am I going to fucking see you anymore? Like, I know, you know, it's great what you're doing, but guess what? You got a family here, dude. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree and I disagree. Like, it does take away from... It, I think it takes more from his marital than it does necessarily his kids. His son is obviously kind of a lazy butt. He likes to play on the electronics. He doesn't really get into that world. But his daughter, I will say from a parenting aspect, was, was doing uh, something good with her time for her. Especially the crowd she was starting to get into, it pulled her out of it. You know, it started to... Uh, you know, help her kind of refocus her energies, especially as a teenager. That's hard. So I will say that yes, where he he did fail or not fail, but he fucked up in the. He was sleeping on a couch. That's yes, all I know, he man. fucked up yeah. in the, on, <laughs> from a marital status as as a, and I can't speak for the son because they don't put too much emphasis on that character. But for the daughter, I'd say he did well for her up until um, his ego started to really get in the way. Sure of things. thing. Yeah. Now, granted, he didn't know that um, uh, Johnny's son was getting involved. He didn't know who Johnny's son was. That, oh, he sure, had, that had a lot it, to do with it in the beginning. Was, yeah, that ignorant, well, we'll say ignorance or just not knowing. Yeah. He didn't He didn't know, but when he did know, he still held on like it was, a, like it was part of the rivalry, and that was... That's poison right there. And that was my point. Was and I'm sorry. I know like Kyle was about to say, but that that was about what I was about to just a quick quip on that was that like okay, no, he kept him around, but for the wrong reasons. That's yes. yeah. That's that's what got bitter. Yeah, and it, you know it's it's funny how especially Daniel's son tried to follow in the footsteps of his mentor by taking in some you know a, essentially stray kid, <laughs> right? Yeah, a kid who was yeah. troubled. He you know he didn't know why or or what the reason was but he saw he was troubled and he took him under his wing and he you know he taught him because he thought that was the right way to do it um but again the the pride got in the way and and the and the anger and the inability to let things go which happens with parents what's great is the opposite contrast from the movie where you have you know you have where danielson is taking this trouble kid that you know is like a bully it could be potentially a bully and just and right uses karate to mold him and then you have you know in the opposite way where like this kid that's a nerd getting bullied and so it's like switched around from the movie into the show which i thought was pretty fucking awesome yeah oh yeah it's yeah. a big yeah the big theme is history is repeating itself 
What is as much as you try, right? As much as you try to do it differently, because you know you're trying to follow these specific parameters that you've learned. You know, you end up kind of repeating history. You know, now you have Miguel who turned into Johnny as a teenager. Yeah, you know, he was the good kid, kind of turned into an asshole, but he realized it early on. Or Hawk. Or Hawk. Hawk. Oh, man. Well, Hawk is more like, uh, in the original movie, Hawk is more like the one, you know, get him, Johnny. You know, put him and, like, in a body bag. The, the put yeah. him in a body bag. Like, that's more Hawk's character. Like, he's fully into that anger. You could see there's that nerd left in him, but that's his, that's but, his thing. But as, as a parenting, his mother did do the wrong things. Like, she was trying to do the right thing by her son, but you, you get that envelopment of... She fucking abandoned her kid, man. Yeah, a hawk? No, no not no, a hawk. I'm talking no. about... Uh, uh, oh, well, Johnny's son. Johnny's yeah. son, where she's like, all right, so the rent's paid and you should be good. Nope. Yeah, no electric shutoff. But I'm talking about hawk, like, the whole... Like, talk about, like, trying to do right by your child, and you, you just totally, like, push him in that wrong direction of where she calls the school, oh, does all that, you know? Which, uh, I, I, there's nobody here that watched that scene and it's not like, fuck, yes, dude, that is yeah. so goddamn embarrassing. Yeah, well, especially because the teacher's, like, specifies what the call, like, at first it's just like, well, a child's mother called... Stop bullying, and she could, and the teacher could have left it at that. But the whole point that she pointed out the specific reason yeah. of the bullying—it's uh, just like that teacher fucked up as well. Seriously. Another leader in the community, and you just jack that kid up, man. What's great with Hawk though is the fact that, like, yeah, so he's getting bullied and stuff like that, and literally he leaves because he's getting picked on by Johnny, the first class, and then he's like, "All right, I need to, you know, create this new persona." Right. And in the process, that's great, but then he gets twisted, and he's now not oh, protecting yeah. himself. But he is the fucking bully. He is the asshole. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's part. He's definitely part of that original that, crew. That's a, he's yeah. That's that, what I'm saying. No, like, and, and that's that a kid. great side note as well, because I mean, it's just like because again, it's like what I mentioned. It's just like his mother was so. You could tell she was so protective, but where is she now all of a sudden with where Hawk is involved now? Is she, yeah. Where is she now? Is <laughs> it like my son's just walking around with blue hair? What the hell? You know? Where is she when he got his back tattoo? Seriously. Yeah, right. And yeah. what's at like 14 years old? Okay. You okay. know the mom is walking in. You know, how has she not seen it already? As, as experience, you know, working in tattoo shops, having friends and family that are tattoo artists, you just don't change a piece of color on a tattoo as well. That was what they did. One of those oh, weird yeah. things that just yeah, irked me. Yeah. Sorry, side note, totally off subject, but just irked me so badly. Who tattoos a 14-year-old kid with well, a back a, tattoo? He had a guy. Yeah, he had a guy. He just he had, had a guy. guy. I thought he had a fake ID or something. Well, yeah, the same there, guy that gave him the fake ID. Yeah, same Probably, guy. Yeah. It's a guy. <laughs> but, but also that You're tattoo. You're thinking about it way too much. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that tattoo also wouldn't have ended up as nicely as well. That thing would have still been healing and probably scabby as fuck. Well, yeah, plus your karate competition, um, all you have to do is hit him in the back where the ta- fresh tattoo is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, victory. There you go. Well, yeah, there, are, there are yeah. enough little time jumps within the, you know, a yeah. day here, a week there that that you could definitely well, see yeah. it. Although he's not sweating under that gear, I can tell you that with a with a fresh no. tattoo, to being one infected motherfucker, Damn that right. that mom's gonna have some questions, right? <laughs> well, see, and that's just again, I know it's it's Hollywood, so I mean, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But that that goes back to my original thing of where were the fucking parents turned, especially. And again, I know we're we're getting off topic because we got to be talking about Daniel here, but really, Stingray, you allow an adult in an under eighteen class. 
Oh, that that shit reminds me of that Seinfeld episode with Kramer's taking karate, just beating up little kids. Yeah. Seriously, that's what that is, all right? You know what I think it is? I think that you had enough parents in the show, season one and two, to represent all the uh, sort of archetypes of different parenting, right? You had the really protective, loving mom for Miguel. Uh, then you had Johnny, who's the you know absentee father who just you know wasn't around. The mom. Then you have, I guess the mom represents that too. But then you have, uh, you know Daniel and his wife who are there and they're involved, maybe too involved. Uh, so I think everybody parentally hits their mark in terms of what they're trying to put through in the show. Yeah. You don't need to fucking sure. see anyone else. Yeah, true. I do love with his with his daughter where in the first season, like she's we're going back on Daniel now. Yeah, yeah. She's, okay, re- okay. she's rejecting all this stuff and she gets busted with the party and stuff like that. And you just think, okay, she's a typical teenager. And it's not till the very end of that first season where you're like, oh no, she's got some fucking skills. Yeah, and she yeah. uses that in the second in the the second season to connect with her dad mm-hmm. and that's yeah. kind of the way it's like he's building the dojo and his like top student is his daughter you know right so I always thought that was kind of interesting how she you, you don't get any hints of that in the first season till like the very last one of the last scenes where she's like busting all kinds of shit you're like Oh, yeah, oh, she she's did, got she some did, fucking skills. She does that one small move on Miguel during their date. Right. But it doesn't show what she can actually no, do. No, she goes in yeah. and starts fucking throwing some and, shit out. Yeah. By the way, can we just add that the fighting, especially the uh, the teenagers, are much better fighters than their parents are and were. Even well, in the, they even married choreographers. Well, yeah, he's yeah. filming this. That so is true. <laughs> but in the show, if you look at Daniel and Johnny's styles, they're the exact same styles in the exact same form in which they did them as it was in the original movies. True. Uh, uh, Daniel's true. son's yeah. form has not changed. It's still a little funny. At the same time, you're like, I guess he can do it. And then Johnny's still just like that basic, like karate video that you can watch online like attack like ha who you blocked down and that's it it's like really robotic can, can but, we just can we just acknowledge real quick that daniel completely has given up on his fucking son because at no time does he even try to get his son into miyagi's dojo no, right. he's like no, no, just no. eat your he, cereal and fucking at, at one point he does but it's a, a very it's weak a, attempt. that's what i'm saying he's and, like you're you're and lost see, cause, and, and that's and that's part of where he did threaten to drown him i think <laughs> yeah that's yeah true. <laughs> but but at one point that, that's where you think about where daniel where he's gotten so like that ego has hit him so bad where like you you see that with shall we say certain tax brackets is a good where, where the kids yes. where the kids kind of they're at the country club and his kid is just doing whatever. He's, yeah, his kid would rather play a video game than go swimming in the pool and do other shit with the other kids. But is he? But is Daniel honestly trying to encourage him to do the right thing, or is he just well, sitting he there? Going, a, he found a replacement for his slack yeah, ass oh, yeah. kid oh, yeah. and, exactly. and his rival's his son. son. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so he's like, well, I'm giving up on the what? video game. You got to, you got to party, right. kid. I'll just take someone else's son. You got to put making my kid. Basically, you yeah, got to put the blame on the mom to. too. She doesn't oh. do shit either. She just feeds him. <laughs> She's yeah. just like. You well, but, she, but she's running the car dealership, man. I'm not going to give her shit because he's off doing his fucking dojo the entire time. No, she's like, yeah. at hey, home. asshole, are, isn't this your fucking like, like place? Why am I doing your shit? Well, his wife's awesome in the show. I'm just saying that when it came to the son, I think they both fucked up. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're just like, um, shut up. Here's some food. Like, our daughter yeah. really is so awesome. Yeah. We don't know why we had you. Like, you just Pretty turned out much, to be worthless. Yeah. Well, I think they even make a joke about that where they, they were, like, trying to rehash, like, where they were trying to rehash certain things. They're in the that, back of the... They, uh, well, yeah, they were champagne. talking about the yeah. oldest the oldest daughter at one point, but they were also talking about, like, there was a certain date night that ended up with the second kid. Yes. With the son, yeah. and they were like, yeah, we see how that ended up, yeah. and they were kind of like... 86 come off womp 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 and then yeah. moved on to the next scene they, they, were know, drinking champ, like... they were drinking like champagne in the back of like a, a limo right yeah. and they were like this is how the second one happened yeah it's you like poor kid yeah I mean I'm just gonna say that that and, and that to me like I know we we were kind of talking on a break that we took where this is not your typical GUI break but we took a break and um that that to me is is almost one of the biggest parenting fails throughout the whole series is that this son is basically left there to be like you got your face in a PSP you you know PS Vista whatever DS whatever you're playing at the time because he even flaunts that where he orders a new one through Alexa right in front of Daniel and he's just like, because the kid's Order probably a new spoiled, one. man. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, see, and, that, and that's he doesn't the, even get up to go to the computer. He just tells Alexa to order a new one. Right. What a lazy shit. And, and and that and that to me is where the great flip happened. Where again, we talked about Johnny, where he actually found a focus. Daniel is so in his own world or the wrong focus taken away from his family, which you thought everything that Mr. Miyagi, and it shows, yeah. Mr. Miyagi taught him that it should be family, that it should be this, even with Daniel's, let me say the great cameo of Daniel LaRusso's mother showing up in season <coughs> two. I love that she showed up. Well, and here's the opposite thing too, oh, is yeah. they're poor as shit. Yeah, that that built when they right. in the movie when they move in, that's not prime living. That's no, I've got this much money and because this what, place. What is it, well, even these days, Reseda is still technically like yeah. the dumps of right. California. Well, that's the same. So his son's, his son's not being raised at all the way he was raised. No, no, no. he's been raised to take responsibility and yeah. have to stand up for his and be there with his mom. Uh, he had to actually go out and make friends and not yeah. fucking ask Alexa to call. Well, some I friends. think, and right. the most important thing with like Daniel to end like with Daniel's sons, uh, whether it's his parenting, the way he lives his life, is I think where season three is going. If he goes back to Japan, is for him to kind of reestablish himself with the most important lesson that he was supposed to learn from Mr. Miyagi, and that was balance. Whether it's uh, your martial arts, whether it's in your life, balance is key to everything. If something is off kilter, something else suffers. Uh, you know, yeah. and that's that's what it shows. That's what he's experiencing and it, and now. And it's harder with the children, right? That the children are for the whole series are the X factor because again, that's that's always been a lesson for all these Karate Kid things, even for Cobra Kai. Even though it's no mercy, strike hard, strike first, whatever. It's still you've still got to have balance to be able to strike first to strike that hard. Balance is key on both sides of this whole scenario. You throw kids into the mix. Your balance is going to be off they, almost constantly. Do they talk about balance and the whole thing where they're standing on the plank in the water? Because I, I do believe they brought <laughs> yeah, it balance yeah. maybe just a few a times, bit. Well, a little just bit the same season, a few times. Right. But but I want to say it goes even beyond that. Is, is my point? Is he learned to teach it in their karate? But he forgot to uh, act apply on it, it and apply it to his own life, right. which is where I think season three is going. How much you want to bet, uh, Larusso's son? Joins Cobra Kai in the next. That would be awesome. Fucking serious. I have so thought about that, and, and that's going to be the big dilemma with 
because he's that kid's ex- gonna get his ass beat. By the way, well, well, and that that's gonna be the whole thing is that the, you know, he right? could be the next hawk. That's true. That's true. He could he's be gonna the next unseat hawk. hawk. He but, throws broken PSPs. But at by the time you oh hear God. this episode, there there's always there's already been a teaser trailer for season three. Mm-hmm. Cobra Kai has been officially renewed for season. Four. Which is yep. awesome, right? Yep. So that's how, how already... not. As soon as they hit Netflix, yeah. As soon oh, as they that bitch was number one. Money, for... money, money. Because everybody like us. I mean, I watched the two free ones on YouTube, and I said, "Sure, I'll just wait it out." And as soon as I saw it was on Netflix, I'm like, "All right, I'll knock out both seasons." And I did yeah. it like in two, two or three fucking days. And, and there have been other ways. Like Stephen and I kind of got into a debate about where Torrent you get where you, where you get uh, free shit. Uh, but yeah. you know, anyways. Um, that's going to be again where it comes into the balance and how where where Daniel like how does that affect Daniel as a not only a parent but the way he's getting swept up in this whole dojo versus dojo thing of his son is now quote unquote with the enemy but the question is if he joins Cobra Kai jo- the way Johnny left at the end of season two is he still going to be part of Cobra Kai and that's yeah that's the mystery is what's Johnny doing man yeah. right. Yeah, I think I think you know. What if Johnny joins Miyagi Do eventually during oh, during the season? He better not. In order to fight against Crease, he better not. What if Ali comes back? Oh, oh, dude, Ali's coming back. You know, a- what Allie's is she doing? Him. Yeah, <laughs> she, well, she's in Colorado being a surgeon or some shit. I don't no, know. No, not Ali, the, the act- character, actress. But, yeah, Elizabeth. Oh, the actress. She's well, a, last she, time we saw her, her head was getting melted by Homelander. So yeah, she's she's fine now. She's good. She's, she's got, got an got open her, schedule. Yeah. Well, she she did a see. Uh, she was a she was a she great did mother CSI. figure. She did. God damn oh. it! Giving <laughs> 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 them those titties all the time. That's right. That's a that's another. Did we go into Geek Father Nights? Is that what happened? I think we went into Geek Father Nights for night. I want some milk and cookies. Geek Father oh, Nights. Geek. <laughs> Geek Father, pass your bedtime. Uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. We got time. to the point of the podcast. We're talking about sucking up some titties. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, yeah. We're well. We're definitely past the bedtime. Whoa! I totally, Geek I totally Father forgot. Nights. I totally forgot about her being on the boys. Yep. Oh, oh I did because I well I remember she did CSI. She was on CSI, the main CSI show for Dude, a while. She was also in Hollow Man before she was in um, the Boys. The last thing I remember in was goddamn uh, Hollow Man. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Oh, that oh, was the last oh. thing I remember that, her in. Well, no, that, no, she was in Leaving Las Vegas. But after that, oh, yeah, yeah, Leaving yeah. Las Vegas, which got her attention, and then the last starring movie she was in was Hollow Man. And then there's probably some B grade movies that she was in that I Here's what you can expect. She's undressed pretty much in most of her movies. Uh, even some of her like B um, American Pie style movies, which I don't think I've watched. American I know. Pie? What, what are you no, watching, no, no. man? She was in uh, the Piranha remake. Oh, was she? Yes, oh, she was. Yes. yes. Great call, man. That's, that's, right. why, we, that's why we keep Anyways, this around. Mama, that's right. Mama Alice, <laughs> she's coming back. Uh, she's going to come back. She, she's she gonna will come back. No. She's going to affect Daniel's you, marriage. You, you know she's showing up. And, oh, oh, yeah. And they showed how important she is just that that was like the connecting thing the first time with Johnny and Daniel right. was when they are like yeah remember her and they both like reminisce and shit like that and that's yeah. so I'm messaging you up, on my smartphone yeah oh god <laughs> well, that's like, you know that's obviously that's, as two fathers that's something they carry with them Allie is definitely a scar in both of them but, and, oh and, yeah and they blame a part of them blames each other and a part of them doesn't but the part that blames each other that's the, that's what I swear always kind of brings them back to kicking each other in the face right well they wrote her out of two because like she didn't want to come back from the movie and like you he was like, oh yeah, she left me for some like 
Yeah, it was football the ball guy. Player. Very yeah, yeah, like yeah. add in, like this and he was now. like, "Oh, I'm going and to fucking Okinawa." And exactly. Go hook up then set up with the love interest when they <laughs> goes over overseas or whatever. I, right. I believe, but I believe you know for for the for the parents uh, or the the parental guidance within next season on both sides, it's going to be all about uh, finding a balance, and especially with Johnny uh, when it comes to Crease and Cobra Kai, which is no longer his. Uh, you're gonna find. I mean, you're well, gonna. Have, season two has killer cliffhanger shit happening on all sides, oh, right. to, to say but, the least. Yeah, but from that aspect, like Chris saw Johnny as a son, and now has excommunicated him and taken, you know, what he felt was rightfully his. His right. Um, you know, and then Daniel's gonna go back to Japan, and it's all about they're gonna. It's all about trying to figure out how to be decent fucking people again, maybe decent parents. And, and as another person who was supposedly a guiding light for Daniel at one point going back to Karate Kid 3 there's very good chance that because even I for, cannot remember the character's name but Terry. whoever I think it was the Terry. ponytail guy whatever yeah. from Karate Kid 3 who was he, Cobra Kai as well he, he's gonna come back no they've already, they've already hinted at him several times yeah they there because you got to remember it was him and Crease that were Cobra Kai. He was the money behind Cobra Kai. Crease ran Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. I remember. And because they and they both learned under the same. What you find out in Karate Kid Three is that they learned under the same teacher back in Vietnam. Man, it's been a long time since I watched Karate Kid. I Ray, only and I'm just be- realizing how much you are talking hey, about. By like, the way, God damn, I watched here's, this shit like here's, thirty. Here's my years. here's my epic dad moment. I've watched uh, one, two, and three with Lorelai. Obviously, there were some things. So that- wait. Your daughter, who's in the karate, you let her watch the first three, but you denied her the fact of watching the next Karate Kid with Shut Hillary Swank. Oh, I'm just Shut saying. Shut your mouth. Actually, that's motivation. Actually, right there. and I know this is going to upset Scotty P. <laughs> I did not deny it. I said it and said we could watch it. She saw the preview and went, "I'm good." See, no, no, that's good. Really? That's- she said, "She said I'm good." She's like, "She's like, I already know I'm strong. I don't need to see her to show me." And I was like, "All right, girl." Damn right. Damn right. Am I not allowed however, to bring next However, Karate Kid? Uh, early appearance of Walton Goggins in yes. the next yes. Karate Kid <laughs> as one of like the bullies. That's, that's true. That is true. Same hairline. Right, same, now, same hairline. Oh, just, that, that you motherfucker, just convinced me to watch that. That shit. motherfucker has had the same hairline since he was born. Yeah. Okay. But Walt, anything Walter Coggins can do no wrong. It's the movie. It's other stuff that's wrong. I'll just say that. Truth. But I. We're 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 kind of getting we digress. Here. We we digress so much, and we do Geek it so Father much. Nights. Geek yes. Father Night. We got one segment <laughs> to hit. Pass, on. your, pass your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. pass your, but before we hit our final segment, I do want to kind of see with the panelists here tonight. Which thank you guys. This is definitely v- different than we normally do for Geek Father. So right. we're, we're expanding, and it's crazy. But DVD what do you recording. think, whether positive or negative, what do you think was one of the m- most pinnacle parenting moments during this series, Cobra Kai series, season one or two? Good or bad. Good or bad. What was one of the most pinnacle mo- parenting moments of this series so far? I want to say um, the point where um, Johnny's kid brings uh, LaRusso's daughter drunk back to Johnny's house and he's like I don't know where to go the geek father clap on that yeah, yeah. I don't I know where to go I need your help <laughs> you, you're a scumbag you treated me like shit 
but you're hopefully going to be here for me now. He was like, I yeah. don't, I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't bring her back to, you know, Daniel's house. You know, I can't bring her back to you know, her dad's place. Help me. And he does. And Johnny does. Right. Because Johnny is legitimately a better person in a lot of this series. And, and there were specs throughout the series as well of, yeah. of him actually being like, I know I fucked up. I got to start correcting this. Exactly. And so. he does. And he handles it right. Mm. Yes, but he doesn't He doesn't call mm. Daniel. That's the biggest fucking thing a parent can do. Exactly. That's, that's parent fail fucking 1,000. I guess that's got, that's cool, the one thing, but cool the, that's points. that's what right. yeah. that's yes, what cool brings parent. that's He's, what brings a drama for the next scene. Sure, exactly. <laughs> he has cool parent points. All right, I'm Hunter, just gonna go with the most easy shitty parent moment is when Johnny's son is at the house and the mom's like, "So I got a new boyfriend. Um, everything should be cool. There should be some food in the fridge. I'll be back. I don't know when. So don't worry about it. You're covered." R- and Rinse then paid, literally like technically. Her child that is still a fucking minor. Right. With um, no food, no utilities, and pretty much makes him, kind of pushes him towards Daniel because dude's got no options, man. His mom has ducked out and fucking left him with nothing. Like, yeah. Because you're like, why is this kid such a fucking bad apple? And then that's... That whole interaction with his mom, when she's like, all right, well, you know, this guy's pretty fucking awesome. I'm going to roll away with him yeah. for a little while. But, basically, but you're good. You're basically, good. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I paid He has money. He's taking me on a vacation to bang me yeah. out for a few days. We'll be back sometime soon. Yeah, and she's like, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's shit in the fridge for you, so you should be good, right? And then that's... Doesn't it. even leave him cash for a pizza. Nothing. Yeah. Dude. That's a pretty fucking terrible parent. Fair. Yeah, yeah she, fair. But she did that, and that's what she did the whole time. Right, and that's what yeah. I'm saying is how... That shows you how fucking terrible Johnny was that she's the better option, and she's a piece of shit. That she's a better piece of shit but we'll, option but we will than see, Johnny was at up that up to that. We point. will see how if she comes back though, because she is apparently going into rehab and stuff. Yeah, by season two. But that's. But, that, I'm just saying. But that, that moment yes. it helps explain how terrible he is. Besides ignoring his son, that he is the worst option than the chick that's like, okay, there's some food maybe in the fridge. Check you later. Good luck. Right, and it's still a better option. Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, uh, those are the those are really the two harshest <laughs> <laughs> and or best and their best moments. So I'll I'll cherry pick a couple to make up for the one. Uh, uh, one of them is when Daniel Larusso, although not his blood, uh, uh, I think steps in for Johnny's son on the beach. I forgot about yes. that scene. Yes. Uh, because yeah. and that was the first time anyone that that kid respected. Or that knew of that care showed that they actually gave a shit about him, which for any teenager, especially a boy, uh, and uh, in regards to a father figure, is fucking huge. Like that can change your yeah. whole that can change your whole life view from that point. Just having that one moment, which so, is also right when he had a change of heart, because back in the day, yes, he exactly. was with those guys fucking robbing people. Yeah, which and, is why he knew where to find the exactly. shit and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's you know as far as like a parent because he he stepped in there like a parent. At right, like defending his own, uh, so I, I can I count that. So I say it's like one of the best moments, especially for Daniel Larusso's uh, best moments. His worst moment, although depending on whether or not you're a teenager or a parent, you could view it two different ways. Is when he 
chaperone the dance so he can keep an eye on his daughter, uh, which I will. Oh yeah, I yes. will fucking do in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and, Helicopter, I, and I will punch right. people's God, face yeah. on the way in if they have a problem. That with shit, it. Dude, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but punch you in the face if you look at my daughter. But, strike first, but, strike hard. But as a father, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna. In those situations, I imagine you're gonna see things that's gonna make you uh, be uh, overly aggressive or protective. So when he sees them walking, his daughter walking into and going to another room, and he thinks that this is gonna sexes or whatever's gonna happen, and he steps in. I don't blame him one bit to me that's a parenting uh a success because yes you may have pissed off your daughter but as a father if you saw something like that and you didn't act then i've got issues right. with breathe. you breathe breathe i'm sorry so it's, it's, it's okay, okay. It's people okay. have people have, I've, I've, oh, seen, I've seen message boards where people have got problems and i'm like you obviously don't know you don't have a daughter because if you did you'd understand how important and, it was to they, take that step you teach your karate it's that simple well, you're already in the process well, or it doesn't right? fucking matter if they've got a machine gun in their hand you're still gonna go Hold there and protect them machine gun in their hand wow Man. Kyle's turned this um, into a Fast and Furious movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. so, Machine gun in hand. Maybe a laser gun. Now they're going to be in space. Be, you just want to be Steven Seagal. You just want to say it today, <laughs> don't you? I told you, don't bring that up. You can't do the ponytail. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what is that? Hey, what is, it's Halloween season, man. Spirit's is, open, right? Oh, yeah. All the wigs are there. Best all line the wigs from Steven Seagal. What is the measure of a man? No. How do you know you're The best me- line is, will you come on hard out? Come on. Come on hard out. Come on. <laughs> cut it out. Anyways, whoa, bad impressions. <laughs> Father Nights. Anybody seen Gino? <laughs> Anybody know what Gino is? My moment, I'm going to take... Y'all just shut... I'm going to edit you guys out or something. Gino Nights. That's your bedtime. <laughs> um, Go to fuck I, I thought one of the pinnacle moments for Johnny was where you really start to see him not be... The bully, but taking on more of the parental role with Elise Miguel was, uh, again, what you referenced, the dance and everything, where Miguel tries to use his training and still, I mean, granted, it's one against five or whatever it is, and Johnny finds him after he gets his ass whooped, yep. and he's just like, and it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, shit, I'm sorry, kid. Like, either, either A, I didn't train you well enough, or B... Am I training you to do the right shit? Can I just That's, throw you know? Can I just throw real quick? What a huge nerd boner happened when he's like, "I got the perfect costume." He walks in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I continue. I just like literally. I was like, "Fuck yes!" And and we did actually. Uh, there, there was mention on a couple things where on the GUI flagship episode yeah. on Cobra Kai where the Easter eggs are abundant in both seasons in reference to the original movies. What throws me off is so, and I've never played this Fortnite game but apparently they decided that one of the characters oh yes johnny in a skeleton costume because every time i walk through the toy section now at fucking walmart it's like oh they've got a johnny oh no it's a Fortnite character yeah and you cannot get it to be ironic because people will just think that you're in Fortnite. exactly that's that's it yeah yeah so i'm glad they still went with that route in the show Fortnite's a (laughs) Fortnite. Yeah. Parenting don't, fail. Don't don't get me started on Fortnite. Parenting fail. Fortunately, Logan doesn't play that as much as he used to. But you know what I'm saying? So. Like we look at that, we're like, oh, that's fucking Johnny from Karate right, Kid. Yes. You're like, no, that's Skeleton Man. You're like, God damn it, no, it's not. It's like, Shut your damn mouth. Yeah. yeah. I always but, say I don't actually know Fortnite that well, but I, because of they steal shit like that and then makes it a Fortnite thing, that's what makes. That's why I say it's well, a parenting fail. You've let that, you've I, misled them. Oh, oh, he's not, not real. He's all raw, man. Oh, man. 
Sorry, it was my, that was my guys rolling in with machine guns. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. My dad ran. Sorry, <laughs> and it's done. On on that <laughs> note, uh, we're gonna start wrapping up the episode here, guys. So, um, I first off want to say a special thank you to Groots for being here because this is definitely not his normal show. But we've had fun, I Dude, think. Hell yes, man. Yes. Um, doing a four panel with my GUI homies here, my homies in life. Yep. Parenting in one way or another. So as we start to wrap up, we'll start with, we'll still start with Groots because okay. he's our guest. Yes. So All to right. say, we have a segment here on Geek Father Now called Bragging on Our Kids. <laughs> now, since you don't have the humankind, is there another great story you may have? Or we know you have the kitties, which we love the kitties. Well, <clears throat> I do have furry babies. However, uh, I would say that I am super proud of my niece. I was about to say, you do have niece and nephews, nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of always them. Always fucking, which I know we brag on about as, I know I brag about mine as well and everybody yes. else, you know, so awesome. So uh, a couple years back, uh, for her 10th birthday, I did a... Um, uh, I did a special thing where I came in, we made a menu together beforehand. Nice. I came in with a chef coat. I had a little mini chef coat for her, and uh, we did a super special meal for the whole family. That's awesome. She has kept up with the culinary uh, sort of thing. And Eat father clap. <clears throat> yes. And actually, uh, I'm visiting my brother's family and her. Uh, this coming weekend, and I will be bringing her a giant box of recipe cards from my culinary school. Nice. So, because she has been really keeping up with the cooking thing, so I am super proud of that. Good deal, man. Good I've got that. some. Re- I've got some recipes to share too. We have family recipes and stuff that would be good for kids too. If you want to borrow some, oh, send, yeah. send my so. baked rigatoni recipe with you. Booyah! Uh, he he oh, loves that fucking baked yeah, rigatoni, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had it. I know I've had it. It's good. I'm not complaining, but uh, you, you're bragging. It's good. <laughs> you're bragging. If it's good, it's good. It's that, good. And that, but that's awesome. Like the the cooking thing, I I love. Like Logan loves to do some cooking. And so shit too, yeah, they're so. all uh, they're all homeschooled. So like that was my as an uncle, the, my one like uh, you know sort of uh, thing that I could add to their schooling. Absolutely. Since, uh, since you know, I you am. Got to measure I, stuff. I, I am you a certified to, chef know? and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and that's the one thing I fucking know how to do and teach. So, yeah, that was a thing, and Good. and and it's been it's been great. Awesome. Good to deal, man. Sweet. Hunter, you up next? Yeah, I'll, I'll split it between the two kids as I'm not trying to make one feel better than the other. Um, first, I'll go with Mason <laughs> real quick. Who, you know, last episode we we brought up about virtual school and yeah, all the which challenges. hasn't been released. It might be a, a late release in comparison well, to this one. In the past, so, when we talked yes, about it, yes. and then maybe the future. But um, you know, she started kindergarten first week, very overwhelming. Absolutely. The second week, yeah, get a little more comfortable, and then this this next. This next week, she's really opened up where, you know, she's hitting the unmute. She's actually saying the teacher's name. She's interacting. And that's a big step because, again, this is a new challenge with the virtual stuff. And she went from where she would unmute and then she'd be like, oh, Mason. And she'd shut down and not say anything to now, like, she's actually interacting. And that's really good. It makes me feel a lot more comfortable that she's embracing this challenging way of teaching. Hell yeah. Um, Then 
back to the kid, the uh, older kid, the you know seventeen year old that's almost an adult. Our, our, our DB yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. He got he, he got his driver's <laughs> license, um, and now he's 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 got another job. So he. Uh, I'm gonna need all right. Crazy enough, they actually had him take a COVID test. Before he even could get the job, but you know what? New normal, man. Yeah, new normal. I know. You know, usually in the past it was like here, piss in this cup. Now it's like, um, put this swab up yeah. your nose. We don't and... give a shit about the weed. Yeah. We just want to like, know if you yeah. got yeah. COVID. Oh, you can be shit, high man. as shit, but as long as you don't have COVID, you're good. <laughs> right. right. I think I, but, uh, do I smell weed on you right now? Doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah exactly. No, I just gotta exactly. give props because you know he had he was working before, saved up enough to get his when he got his license, his truck. Yeah, I remember that. He's yeah. got that now, yeah. and now he's just getting a job, so he has more spending money and preparing for you know when he graduates from high school so he, well, he awesome. was, he's always been a great kid yeah oh yeah you, you did no, you did you did well with him yeah he's, yes. he's awesome so but yeah so both kids just knocking out the done and done week. yeah kyle uh my daughter uh so her school does uh these rewards where essentially if you've lived what they consider values you know to to harness and for kids to to show to the outside world is like accountability, trustworthiness, honesty, that sort of thing. So if you things that you should have in life in, in general, anyway. Well, that's why they teach them young, you right? Know, right. So uh, my kid got what they call uh, they they the acronym is Gator, but it's Gator of the Week, which means that um, or of the day. So which means within that day or week, for her old classmate, all of, through all of her class and her classmates. Not only did she like live the values, but the other kids saw it too, you know. So that was really setting that example for yes. She yeah. set she set an example, and not teacher noticed, but the other kids noticed too. So for for me, especially during all of this crazy shit, yeah, uh, to be like, man, I I know I fuck up a lot as a parent, but there are times where I'm like, okay. I'm not doing everything wrong. Like me and her mom, we're we're doing things right. You know, the people I've got in her life, we're doing something right. Oh yeah. Uh, so that was like that was a really because she she she's with her been with her mom this week, so she uh, reached out to me and was just like, you know, to her that was it was the best thing that could have happened. You know, it was like nice and all of this bullshit. Like I got this, and it's like I can never be more proud of you than I am right now. And to her, that was that was everything. She's proud of herself. Good. So that's my uh, that's my my brag for the week. Hell yeah! And mine, I I've got kind of a split between my two you boys it, as well. Be, I mean, equal, man. <laughs> well, it, it is. I mean, Logan's is a little bit more generic, but it, it kind of goes with. And I think I even made reference to it before. He's doing again with this whole virtual thing for his age and. Him and Mason, as introverted as they've been, they've, they've, they've always been buddies, though. Yeah. But he, the way he has opened up even another level... Now, first grade, you know, he's a little bit older, so first grade is a little bit more, you know, interactive. new to him with the virtual. Exactly. Yeah. But the, the way he's gone above and beyond just opening up, the way he he's, do, he's doing the same type of thing. Yeah. Where he's talking... But like this, the work that he does after school as well. Like there, there, are, there are can do assignments where it doesn't have to be done, or must do assignments, and he makes sure that the must do assignments are done, and he still does the can do assignments just to make sure they are done. Bam, boom. There you go. You know he he's really good on the school. And Leland, my three year old, our wild child, uh, that boy, he will be driving us nuts for years. But the way he has become like self aware of being helpful around the house. Helping oh, the, just the put min- the just to put the dogs outside to help feed them and do some the little stuff they start like that. Picking up and putting something in a specific spot, you're like, yes, 
Exactly. Yes, There's some type now. of organization to yeah. the chaos. We, we're just you like, know? I don't have to pick up everything. Like they might not get everything down. But once they picked up that one item and they put it in the yeah. toy box or they put it somewhere or they under, un, they understand what goes into the trash can and actual trash instead yeah. of important stuff. But once they figure that out, you're like, that's, yeah. that's a step. Or, that's or just less work for me. Little, su- little stuff like, hey, Leland, go help get the dogs outside. And he's like, go outside. Yeah. Go outside. You know it, in his little Muppet voice and that's you right. know, pushing the dogs out the back door. And, and before you know it, they're 17. You, know? you just go, hey, kid, do the whole backyard. Right. And exactly. there you go. So. Like my kid just got into cooking. Like she, When she's with me, she likes in the morning to cook breakfast. Like if I'm working on the computer Bonus for and, you, I'm, man. and I'm right Hell there, yeah. she's now comfortable. I, I, I'm allowing her to cook eggs and stuff. And although that she's learning, so not always, they're not always perfect. But you know what? They're hers. I eat them. Uh, she made him for oh, me. Oh, whoa. Right. See, you got it down pat, man. You got to yeah. making you food. I need to get on that gig, right? Yeah, see, yeah, come on. Parker's, get, get he's Parker doing the lawn, but, man, I need to make him some... Go- he needs to make right? me some goddamn breakfast. I've got, oh, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got Logan Seriously, man, vacuuming and sweeping, but, you know... Yeah, well, that's part of, like, her chores. The cooking yeah. thing is she just wants to bring me... She's like, Dad, I thought you might be hungry. And I'm like, all right. I love you. What is this? When you have to ask what it is, that's always the key, too. I Well, you just you choke it down. Why is it crunchy? Right. It's supposed to be crunchy. Uh, uh, I, I, I taste sweet and savory. I don't yeah. know. Why is there frosted flakes in this omelet? Does it? <laughs> <laughs> but, and on that note, guys, we're going to start wrapping up here. I want to say thank you to my panelists that have been able to make it. I know it's it's weird like that we've grown Geek Father alone in the past couple years. So, And these guys here, even Groots, um, even though you haven't been on an episode, you've always had great support for... Us here, the GY Network, brother in arms with our podcasting. Dude, we're a family, man. We are. We well, are family. We hell yeah, family. All this COVID shit. So just remember, guys, that um, besides GY, um, go to GYpodcast.com. Listen to the other episodes. We've got Flagship. We've got Bruce doing the precap. We've got From the Mouths of Madness, Beautiful great Disasters. Yeah, great show, yeah. Great show, Great yeah. show. I know, great show. Great show after great show. Hunter, who is on every show imaginable at this point under the network. They're all great shows. Right. Yeah. But as, as we all, but that's the great thing about this. We are family. We do work together on all these shows, which, and we're here for you guys. We know a lot of our friends and family are still struggling out there with COVID. So guys, when you go to GYpodcast.com, let us know. Purchase stuff through our friends at Tee Public. Where I know they're still doing donations for masks. Yep. As well, when you buy our designs through there, you can still get all the regular designs. We should. By the time you're hearing this, you should have all the Halloween uh, designs. Yeah. We've brought back a lot of the old ones. I think there's a couple of new ones as well. Guys, so remember, support, we're still out there for, it's through the Holly Holly Fund Fund, that we're still supporting through. Restaurant workers. We take no money through this, guys. We do this all out of our own pocket. We're helping out everybody we can. Again, for any parents out there, for any school things like that, feel free to, if you're not sure about the network, still feel free to reach out here. Uh, Again, if you need to email, there's still, uh, you know, email directly. It's a geekfathergypodcast at gmail.com I'm so good at that man I've had to man I've had to Uh, but of course guys we're still on Facebook just the Geek Father uh, Twitter at Geek Father the number one at Geek Father one we're here for everybody guys so uh, thank you very much check out all the merch check out all the shows and don't forget join join us or cry. cry
GUIPodcast.com. Thank <laughs> you.